The podcast that you're about to hear is about racial tension and has explicit material that is not suitable for children under the age of 18. Listener discretion is advised. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by the copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Zero. And I'm Brando. And we want to welcome you to the Duality Fix podcast. Now, what the podcast is, is just clips from the show tied into it without the music filler that you see on Twitch. So without further ado, we're going to get right into this thing. Amen. Let's go. Is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. Let's get it. Amen. <laughs> All right, so Brandon, we're going to start off with To Kill a Mockingbird. This scene right here, there's a lot of ugly things in the world. What's the name of the scene? Uh, there's a lot of ugly things in the world. Give me one second. Let me pull it up over here. All right. You guys, as you can see on Brando, on Brando's side, he's uh, I got him hooked up with double screen now. <laughs> exactly. We, we, uh, we evolving slowly yeah. but surely, everybody. Yep, yep, yep. We gonna get All right, I done pulled it up. We can roll with it. All righty. And oh, to give you guys a heads up, and I'm going to give a shout out to, to my man on YouTube, it's Rest of Tracks. This is the instrumental that I'm playing in the background that you guys are hearing. He's actually giving fair use to any of his instrumentals as long as you give him credit what credit is due. Amen. Let's go. I remember having to watch this back in high school in the 11th grade. And the funny thing, the thing is that Miss King, you know what I'm saying, rest in peace, of course, she, she, we didn't watch this. Oh, I, I couldn't believe it. As Malcolm X, as, as Maya Angelou, as she was, she was our Maya Angelou. It, it, surprised, it surprised me. Never, never, you know, she never even mentioned it, did she? No, I don't, I don't even remember talking about this picture. The way I found out about this picture, again, studying movies, period. Uh, AFI did 100 Years, 100 Movies, and Atticus Finch was the number one hero in out of all movie characters. Man. Yeah, he just came out of the woods, came out of nowhere. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? What do you want? I love this. I love the cinematics that they had back then because they nobody uses these anymore. I know. I would love to make an old get with Tarantino. I was watching his uh, well, one of his many biographies last night. I would love to get with him or somebody else and just do a black and white old school style picture. You right. Know what I'm saying. No need to be afraid of him, son. He's all bluff. Oh, that's the, that's you over there with you. Yeah. Okay, I'm sitting up like, no, you're, you're not so. off. 
Something's wrong here. Why is that music still playing? <laughs> Gregory Peck, great, great actor from the old school. Man. He was the Brad Pitt and the George Clooney of his day. Okay. Mm. There's a lot of ugly things in this world, son. I wish I could keep them all away from you. <laughs> and even though I'm not as familiar with the movie, the challenge That's that this man possible. had to go through raising a family and challenging the status quo, you know what I'm saying? I can understand why they chose him as the number one, you know what I'm saying, movie hero of all time. You right. You know what I'm saying? All the times, you know what I'm saying, this is no dis disrespect to anybody. It's not about putting on a cape. It's about your human side. The Children Save Atticus. We're going to play that one next. I don't even I don't even know what's going on in this. I have no clue what's going on. Does anybody know what's going on in this ad? Phantom? What the hell is Phantom? Here we go. They came out of that bush like children of the corn. I know, right? <laughs> I can't see Atticus. Well, Atticus is right Came to the rescue. Yeah, go home. Take Scout and Dale home with you. Son, I said go home. You're like, nope. No, sir. No, sir. Well, I'll set him home. Go, get him, him. Let him go. Let him go. That'll do, Scout. Oops. Ain't nobody gonna do a germ that away. Put your hand off his boy. <laughs> hey, you got him out of here, Mr. Finch. And you guys probably hear it over in um, Brando's mic as well. He's watching it on his computer at the moment, Jim, too. I want you to please leave. Yeah. Jim? I tell you, I ain't going. Hey, Mr. Cunningham. Ooh! <laughs> I said, hey, Mr. Cunningham. How's your talent getting along? <laughs> Don't you remember me, Mr. Cunningham? So what you gonna do in front of all these kids? Ain't no Finch. colors around. I'll use their vernacular in front of day. No colors around. Just you just y'all whites. You gonna, you gonna kill him in front of these kids? Apparently. Teach him to kill? Apparently not. Look look at his face. I want got my daddy to come out and thank you. Mm. I go to school with your boy. I go to school with boy. Yes, you was said. Y'all call him Jesus. I call him by his original Hebrew name. Won't you? Do not deny these little ones access to me. Except that ye come as a little child, with faith as a child, you have no part in me. Mm-mm-mm. Except as you come as these little children come, you have no part of me. Now that's a paraphrase. That's not exactly what it says. It's a long time sometimes. Okay, I gotta, hold on. Cut this thing, it's gonna irk me. Get out of there. There we go, that's better. I sure meant no harm, Mr. Cunningham. <laughs> uh-huh. No harm taken, young lady. I'll tell Walter you said hey. Let's clear out of here. Uh. Exactly. Let's go, boys. Took a took a little a little kid. Now a little child shall lead now. Now I don't I'm 
I'm not sure if that comes from the Bible, but I've heard that uh, expression before. A little child shall lead them. Except that ye have faith as this child does. You have no part of me. Man, that's so powerful. No special effects, ladies and gentlemen. No CGI. No political agenda. No corporate agenda. Just straight humanity there. Exactly. What? Let me see. Let me... I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play one more scene. That's gonna be his closing argument from the from the whenever he was in court. Most thing is, most schools around the country don't don't play this anymore. No, and it used to be uh, it used to be a uh, part of the curriculum for yeah. most colleges. Yeah, that much I do know. Even though it wasn't part of my our curriculum, I know. You know, what I'm it saying? was a part of high school curriculum. Yeah, that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's why I always say I missed out. Here we go. Closing statement. To begin with, this case should never have come to trial. The state has not produced one iota of medical evidence that the crime Tom Robinson is charged with ever took place. It has relied instead upon the testimony of two witnesses. See, the thing is, what was going on in that last scene we watched, they were trying to kill him because he took up this case. Absolutely. The they tried to, they were about, they were about to kill him saying that you're not about to defend, defend this man. Basically. Oh, you're a nigger lover now, huh? I'm going to say it. I'm sorry, Savage. ladies and gentlemen, but we're uncensored like here. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it was about. Almost exclusively with his left. Because back in those days, uh, you could count on one hand the amount of uh, black the lawyers and doctors. The only good yep. hand he we had to rely on the, the, the liberal, right. so-called liberal white man to defend us. Some of them hard was in the right place, but like Malcolm X before me, some of them had an agenda too. That's not saying all white folks are racist. I've never believed that and I never will. Hell, I listen to their music, I watch their movies. For the chief witness but for the state. I'm not gonna sit here and be naive like the they were never taught to be racist. Cruel poverty and ignorance. Some, to add on to that, some were, some were not. Some of them were raised not My to, does not, not to think like the so way they were raised. Amen. Her putting a man's life at stake, which she has done in an effort to get rid of her own guilt. Now I say guilt. How are we doing on our background? I don't hear anything. Guilt. We go, we doing good right now. Okay. I don't know what I did, but um, <laughs> I think I fixed it. <laughs> She has merely broken I think me coming in rearranging all of the stuff, of as you guys can see on the cameras, the cameras are in a different place. So Got a camera right here, camera up above, watching Brando as well. Everything has been moved. That way there's, there's less background noise as possible. I can't believe but I did that, but it works. the evidence of her offense? Tom Robinson. A human being. Hmm. She must put Tom Robinson away from her. 
Listen to the way he's speaking. He's using, using his name, not calling him that black boy, not calling him nigger. He's not using any of that. He's being professional about it. And they human about it. They hate. They hated him. They hated him for that. Absolutely hated him. And it, I literally, I sat in my seat watching this, and then we reading the book, and I was literally getting mad. Of course, you're supposed to. Strong, young, <laughs> Negro man. Because for those of you who don't know, you novel lovers like we are, we read to. Uh, yes. <laughs> the novel is told from the perspective of his younger, of the lawyer's young daughter. Yes. That much I do know. I started reading the novel and I never finished it. The, the witnesses for the state. The novel is the, the novel's a beautiful thing. County of course. Presented themselves to your gentlemen to this court. And the cynical confidence that their testimony would not be doubted. Confident that you gentlemen would go along with them on the assumption. And you guys keep in mind that the podcast will be up after the show. I'm actually dual recording as we speak. We're not. It's funny how I told you guys during the pre-show that we were changing internet service providers because we've been having issues with cops. We're going over at and and that's not me advertising for those companies at all. Absolutely. That's just me stating that we're making a shift. There's going to be a shift here. We're going to keep it 100% with y'all. You know what I'm saying? We, we, as Bernard Mac would say, we family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all care enough about us to tune in. Out. And I know it's some of the same people tuning in every week. Yes. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all so much. And if any of y'all, any of y'all so listening ever start a podcast, shoot us a shout out. And we will you advertise you. Yes. Just like I do with the, all these other guys that I uh, talk about. Mm. Has had to put his word against two white people now he's using co- he's using color because that's all they know exactly <laughs> the defendant is not guilty but somebody in this courtroom is Ooh. now gentlemen <laughs> in this country our courts are the great levelers in mm-hmm. our courts all men are Created equal. I'm no idealist to believe firmly in the integrity of Derek, our courts. Derek understands like I, we can't believe he's actually talking That's like no that. Ideal talking on our behalf. He's a living, working reality. Mm. I am confident. And on another level, these these pe- these movies and these novels. Without dealing with race relations, they ask another question, a deeper cerebral question. You have heard what does it mean to be human? Who are we? Come to a decision. Truly. Right, 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 right. And restore this man to his family. Man, it's so deep, man. <laughs> oh, man, I just, you know, you'll rack your brain. This movie di- did it for me. This and movie. Ne- and the next clip we about to play oh, did it for God. me. Now my question 
I'm trying to remember if they ever revealed who actually did it. I wish I could tell you, but I I studied another novel, another similar novel, spiritual sequel, a spiritual requel, more than I did this. Lord, Lord, and it's the and it's the same. And think about it. That that was 60 years ago. The novel I the novel I love is 25 years ago. Oh, oh my God! What clip? What and clip? The same thing. What clip am I playing? A time now? to kill. Oh yeah. Close an argument. Man. Here we go. That's me though. That it's, you don't want the one edited for the classroom, do you? Hell no. <laughs> Here we go. I want to tell you a story. Oh, Matthew McConaughey. My man. Close your eyes. You know he's a professor now, right? Real. That don't surprise me. I think I heard something like that. Was that my boy Kevin Spacey? Yeah. Man. I hate that the way they did it. What what was going on? But that's another story for another time. You know, we don't get into the performance personalized on the podcast, but still, you know, what I'm saying it, it hurt. It hurts. Give me the evidence. That part. This was in his early days when McConaughey had nothing to use. Samuel had already been established. We knew who he was yep. before. Yep. But Matthew, Matthew McConaughey was young in the game. He couldn't have been more than 27 or 28 Man. in this. Hey, but he, he established himself, though. This was his role. Let me tie her off. Rip her clothes from her body. Mm. And climb on. First one, then the other. Raping it. Shattering everything innocent and pure. Vicious thrust. The fog of drunken breath. Mm. And they're done. After they killed her tiny womb, murdered any chance for her to bear children, to have life beyond her own. He put his heart and soul into this. They decided to use it for target practice. So they started throwing full beer hands at her. Throwing so hard, she tears the flesh all the way to her bones. And you guys, the reason why we were so quiet, because we, we literally sit here and listen to the speeches. We listen to the talk. We invest ourselves into this. When you when you're talking and you're making people in their seats uncomfortable, when you're making people literally sitting here making people uncomfortable, pick her up, throw in the back of the truck, drive out to Foggy Creek Bridge, 
get you over the edge. She dropped some 30 feet mm. down to the creek bottom below. Can you see her? Raped, beaten, broken body. Soaked in their urine, soaked in their semen, mm. soaked in her blood, left to die. Imagine she's white. Oh, <laughs> as my boy Eddie Griffin would say, Oh, touch the nerve in this motherfucker. Yeah, he he touched the nerve. He that's, the, that's the one he got. That lady, that, la that lady there, he broke up. Everybody else was on some fuck shit, but he broke up. Imagine. Even Samuel couldn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Carl Lee was like, wow. He said, Ima now, imagine if she was white. Ooh. Like, um, well, <laughs> he just flipped the script on y'all real quick. Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, you got to get the understanding that uh, racism exists. I take it a step further on a human level. Anything with the last with the last three initials ISM ism is bullshit, and that's how I feel. And I'm not just saying this because oh, this is the typical angry black man. I'm talking from a human perspective, because that's what Malcolm X said. He said, "This is not civil rights. This is human rights. Until you see us as your humans, we are not we're not going to be on the same page." He wanted to separate, but he realized that wasn't the, the logical step to do. So he modified his uh he modified his belief system. And when I say beliefs, I'm not simply talking about religion. Let's take religion out of out of it for a moment. And we ain't no atheists here. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to talk from a human level, like Malcolm did. And that's no disrespect to Martin. I love Martin. I always will love Martin. Wasn't nobody like Martin. But the amount of disrespect that has been given to Malcolm is bullshit. And that's how I feel about it. I think it was bullshit. Because these people, a certain percentage of these, uh, this, uh, these people, have positioned themselves to hate us for no good goddamn reason. We ain't the ones who, fly, uh, who flew those planes into those buildings. Shout out to all 3,000 plus of those victims. 20 years and it still hurts we uh we'll never move on you know what i'm saying yes we got we got that long beard having god hating son of a bitch but it still hurts 
what they did was wrong. And that's not a, a, a slap in the face of, the, of Islam. We're not against Islam. It's not about being against Islam. It's about get, uh, being against hate. What I'm trying to say is we have to be human on this earth. COVID, Katrina, Doomsday, whatever you, whatever issue you want to call it, we still have to come together. And I'm like, and I have to agree with with Bush. What Bush said yesterday. Why can't we be like we was after 9/11? Right after that, people came together like never before in the history of this country. And now we separated again, back to the spirit of the 60s. I thought Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, Martin King, uh, Malcolm. And all the rest of them brought us out of there. And we still back to the same fucking place. That's bullshit. And that's how I feel about it. I think it's bullshit. And that's why I chose to do this story the way it did today. Because it's wrong. We are all human. All this ain't don't make no type of human sense. On a human level, it makes no sense. It's wrong. And we don't mean to be political. That wasn't what the purpose was when we started this. But God damn it, we got to be human sometime. And it's personal for me for what I've gone through. What I've seen my family go through. My father, my mother, my grandmother. My grandmother marched until our, until our feet bled. So people in our hometown, the place I come from, Lake Providence, Louisiana, so black people could vote. My grandmother fought for that. My mother fought for it. I don't appreciate how I was treated. I don't appreciate what they did to Trayvon Martin, Ahmaud Avery, and all the rest of them. Sandra Bland. I don't know all, I don't have all of their names, but I'm naming the people that I do know. You beat Trayvon, this fucker beat Trayvon Martin. And he, because you thought he was gonna break into something. He's coming from his step stepmother's house. No, nah, man, no, nah, it's wrong. And when I went to that job and I poured out my soul and go went through more than I've gone through for any other job, and these racist motherfuckers gonna tell, gonna put out the stereotype. He a typical nigga. He lazy. How could I be lazy when y'all rescheduled the trucks so we wouldn't have no work so you could have the excuse to say I was lazy? That's bullshit. That's how the fuck I feel about it. Y'all don't know, man. Y'all really don't know. This ain't about what happened to, uh, happened to mama. It ain't about what happened to daddy or grandmama either. It's about what happened to me. It's one thing to say, this is what they did to our people. Seeing the dogs sick on them. Seeing the bodies. Seeing Emmett Till's mutilated body in that casket. It's more about it than that. It's, it's one thing for that to happen and then for you to experience that and you to feel what Malcolm was talking about. To feel what Martin got arrested for. I felt all that. And I apologize to their spirits for not honoring them the way I should. This shit is wrong. And it's wrong on a human level. And we got to do better. We got to do better. 
Because there's only one race in existence. There's only one race God acknowledges. The human race. We are humans. We're supposed to all laugh together. Everybody talk about this bullshit, black history. There's no such thing as black history, ladies and gentlemen. It's human history. It's world history. Anything that happened, anything that happens in this country or any other country, whether people are, you know what I'm saying, if people are color involved, you want to call it this, Chinese history, it's all world history. We're all one family. Because I, I, I challenge the scientists. Y'all have done all this fucking DNA research. Take DNA from every race on this planet. Uh, run it through your machines. I, I'll, I'll, I'll bet my soul that, that all those DNAs trace back to a common ancestor. They went and proved it years ago. The first humans on this planet came from Africa. That doesn't mean my race is superior to other races. I'm just telling y'all what it is. Now, I'm no preacher. I'm no activist. I was too chicken shit to join the army, but I am human and I feel we got to do better. 20 years. And we are more divided now than we were before those planes went into that, those fucking buildings. And that's bullshit. We're better than that. And y'all can call me political all you want. You know what I'm saying? But I agree with what George Bush said. It's time out for the it's time out for being against one another. And we gotta fight we gotta fight the, fight these international terrorists, and we got to fight the terrorists right here in our own backyard. And that's all I got to say about it. I'm sorry, Zero. I, I got carried away, but it it, it, it uh, shoot, my heart is heavy. You're you're fine, but as Right now, we're going to take, go ahead and take a quick break. That way, Brando can go ahead and calm down. <laughs> he's, be, he's very passionate about what we do here. And whenever, he go, whenever he's ready to talk, I sit back and listen. But we're going to take a quick break. That way, we're going to get back on track. This is your Duality Fix, live on Twitch. You guys, we play music in, in between com for commercial breaks. That way, you guys still get the feel of getting some type of media in your life while you're waiting for us to come back. Whew. That was a that was kind of a heated um first forty minutes. <laughs> yes it was. And, uh, I apologize but I don't apologize because it's like in the arts you have to have passion. Yes. Yes you do yes you do. We're not just gonna get up here and say this sucks. We don't like this game. <laughs> we don't like this movie. We're going to be human about things. Right, right, right. And if we disagree with something somebody's done in a film or a video game, we're going to break it down and explain to you why we don't like it. Or I'm just going to go in like Stu, like Stu and, say, and go to the house and say it's not funny. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, the bottom line, the foundation is we're trying not to be cliche. Right. We want to bring a fresh approach. Because these things we're talking about, these movies we're talking about, we're not saying anything that no one has ever said before. Right. You know. 
and the, the baseline, the fuel is passion. We believe in what we're saying and what we're doing. Because I have to quote, uh, I have to use a quote from what uh, Bret Hart said in his autobiography. For those don't know, don't, that don't know, uh, Bret Hart is a seven-time uh, wrestling pro professional wrestling champion. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. And he had a good quote in his autobiography. He said, uh, art is a wound turned to light. I say it again, art is a wound turned to light. I can dig that. Y'all marinate on that, y'all digest that. Because we believe in what we're doing here. There's one scene that I do wanna play. Let's go. It's, it's from the Green Mile. And, mo and most people don't, didn't, really don't understand the me that message. I'm like, message is plain and simple. But I'm gonna play this real quick. Let's go for it. Smack up. Uh, this is whenever it's called Green Mile slash Best Scene slash Frank Dar Darabont. It's a long name. And the whole time, the whole time, this well, man, Tim, this man, this man was innocent. That's what got me. He was innocent. He just, he just happened to find him, and he knew he was innocent. He's over here reading over the report. He knew he knew he was innocent just by reading. But then again, again, when this happened, and they saw a black man trying to figure out what happened to these girls, and he was trying to bring them back, they instantly took it as he's guilty. He instantly knew that it wasn't him. Thing is, most of them staring at him. They could probably they could tell that it wasn't him either. The way he was screaming. No, how many murderers scream like that after they killed somebody? Not <laughs> most flee the scene. Exactly. Even Hannibal Lecter didn't stay with the bodies. Well, he ate the bodies, but that's another story for another time. And another thing, y'all so sure he was guilty. Why didn't y'all, 
y'all killing other other blacks all over the place. Why do y'all didn't just shoot him down? I mean, like justice was served. We got we got there, and there was already bullet holes all over. Ugh. You're so sure he's guilty, but you do do nothing. You send him to jail. Pretty much. Now this was not based on a true story in any shape, form, or fashion. No, this but was. But damn, this you was, know, this was who was this written by? I can't remember. Stephen King. <laughs> oh, one of the greatest writers of our time. Absolutely. And not horror writers or suspense writers. Writers, period. Yes. He's a personal hero of mine. Personal. Emphasis on personal. I got a couple. I got a couple of his books here, but I got more from where I come from. What else? What else you got for? Got for us, Brando? What else you want uh, to play? Let's look it up. Let's Mississippi go. Burn. Oh, that's. I only watched that once, so we'll just play a couple of scene, a couple of random scenes because you know it's a, it's a picture I only watched once, but I understood what they went through with. Let's see here. Let's do this one real quick. Which one you did? Um, this one right here is the um FBI interrogation scene. Okay. I don't know what's going on with these ads, but they starting to really, really fucking irk me. It's corporate, man. What can we do? It's corporate. Jessup County. Good Mississippi. Morning. My name's Alan Ward. I'm with the FBI. Federal Bureau of Immigration. I would have pop I would have popped him. You ain't exactly undercover, are you? We're here to see Sheriff Stucky. Is that who I think it is? That's Willem Defoe. That's who I thought it was. And the vo- and uh the guy he talked to, that's the voice of Chuck. <laughs> I shit you not. <laughs> The Green Goblin and, Ch- and Chucky fighting over race relations. <laughs> See, I I couldn't have, that couldn't have been me. I would have. I would and have his pop- partner, the guy in the hat, the original Lex Luthor. Mm. That's how you know these men are actors. You got about two seconds to get the sheriff out of here. I want to kick the goddamn door in. Okay. Well, hell, looks like we got some company. Some Hooper boys come down to visit. Yeah, nigga lover. Yeah. I'm Sheriff Stuckey. Rupert Anderson. Rupert? He looks familiar, too. He's been in a lot of stuff. I honestly don't know his name, but he's been in a lot of stuff. Great character and actor. Help us solve our nigga problems? No, exactly. Well, come on. Say, so you gonna want your boy in on this? Sheriff. I'm Special Agent Ward, and I'm in charge of this case. But you think it might be a little more serious than missing persons? I don't think so, boy. In fact, you know what I think it is? It's a publicity <laughs> start cooked up by that Martin Luther King fella. <laughs> Come on. He about, <laughs> he about to get him, ain't he? Y'all, la- y'all laughing. I'm gonna go back and actually watch, watch some some of that because I can't remember most of it, but I know that Willem Dafoe's character do, does get into some stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. 
Let's play. Here we go. Why'd you leave anyway? I just wanted to change the scenery. You know, the grit started leaving a bad taste in my mouth. Well, if that's how you feel about it, Mr. FBI, man. That's Michael Rooker, everybody. He's been in a lot, AKA, too. A.K.A. Yondo from the Gods of, Guardians of the Galaxy. He's not too fond of commies. He'd be on your side there. I don't get two shits beside you, Mr. Hoover's on, boy. All I know is that 5,000 niggers in this county... I'm Mary Poppin'. <laughs> I'm Mary Poppin', y'all. Great character. And again, with somebody who plays villains most of the time in real life, where in our version of the Matrix, <laughs> uh, he's the most down to earth, sweetest guy you can meet. Always has time for the fans, always has a good word to say about the people he's worked with. Never been in any scandals. Just a good, a decent guy. I know we're. I know we're on this path right here, but before we end the show tonight, I do want to go through the Matrix Resur Resurrection Trail. Absolutely. I still can't. We, we, it's a gumbo. Ah! What we're doing is a gumbo. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go, shit, her. Oh. Uh, <laughs> This is Byron's favorite scene in this movie. How about you, Deputy? Is it gun just for show? You get to shoot people once in a while. <laughs> Damn, Lex Luthor is punking out Chucky and fucked over Yondu <laughs> to put it into perspective. That's Gene Hackman, y'all. One of the greatest actors of his generation or any he's other generation. He scared the hell out of all of them. Our original Lex Luthor. <laughs> Red Nicks didn't know what to do with they said. He's, he scared the hell out of them. The irony is he's played a racist before too. Not a southern racist, but a racist. You know what I'm Man. saying? That's just good acting. If he's racist, I don't know about it. He never called me nigga. You he, know what I'm saying? But good acting is just good acting. Right? Here we go. It's ugly. This whole thing is so ugly. And Brando, guess what? Here we go with these dropped fucking frames again. Yeah, well, hopefully after Monday we won't have to deal with that no more. Oh my God! And from an acting standpoint, ladies and gentlemen, that is Frances McDormand, one of my uh, crushes, one of my favorite actresses, female actors. You know what I'm saying? It's not PC to say actress anymore, but. From an acting standpoint, this woman knocks it out of the park. Everything I've ever seen her in, she knocks it out of the park. She's too damn, she's too good for her own good, if I can say so. You know, she just, I wish, she, I wish she'd come to Tulsa and teach her a class on acting. I'd be the first motherfucker to sign up for <laughs> And you got, I'm not. I'm not trying to get on you, ma'am. I, I just. I want your. I, I want a piece of your knowledge. There you go. And you guys probably see me dancing, dancing around over here. It's not that I'm dancing around. Or I got to go to the bathroom. This is how I am. Even while I'm sitting down, I'm still fidgety. But that's just how I think. That's how I process. It is what it is. 
Anything she does, it's a master class in the acting. Acting, period. She gives some of these new gals a run for their money. Now, Brando, what was the premise of this movie? What was going on? Okay, it's not based on a true story. Uh, the premise was that they took bits and pieces of different stories. Some, basically, the black guy, some black guys got killed. They sent some FBI guys down there to investigate it. And these rednecks, these closet clan members, where they're not, cl technically they're not closet clan members, but they closet clan members to the FBI, they went down there and investigated and they got caught up in it. I've only seen this picture maybe twice in my lifetime, but its importance it cannot be overstated or understated, you know what I'm saying? And that's just how I feel about it. I understand. And the and guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And to close out our show, we got a brand new trailer. And I watched a teaser trailer for it. And the teaser kind of disappointed me because I'm sitting up here looking like, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. This is the trailer. This is it. And all of a sudden it cuts out saying trailer's coming in two days. I was so mad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. And you guys are probably going to notice that he, um, that in in this trailer, Keanu Reeves still has his haircut from John Wick. I know. And that's only because he's filming John Wick 4 and Matrix at the same time. This man's doing Ironically, they were supposed to both come out on the same day. But, again, fuck COVID. Yeah, but if they came out on the same day, though, that would have cut into cut into money. Oh, both, oh they, they both was going to make money. I guarantee you, <laughs> somebody like me. I would have went and saw one first, then the other, then back to back. So they would have made their money because a lot more people didn't do it. All right, we're going to watch this one, man. Then we fucking around. We're going to watch that one, too. Now, so give a ticket for both of them. Now, here's the here's the beauty of it. You know you know what the Admiral, Admiral Twin is, right? What's the Admiral Twin? You guys, we live here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The Admiral Twin is actually a drive-in theater that is still functional to this day. And it was actually the theater that was presented in the Outsiders movie with, pa with Patrick oh, Swayze. Right. And Tom Cruise and, and the rest of them. Yes. Okay. And the Outsider House is located here in Tulsa as well. So if you guys ever are in Tulsa, Oklahoma, make sure you look up those two iconic places. They are definitely something that you want to go and see. And I guarantee you, we're going to go, since we're here in Tulsa and... The outsiders are synonymous with it. We're gonna watch it, review it, and go into it, and uh, time permitting, go around and see some of these sites where the film was shot. Yes, the Admiral Twin was one, was was big. That's part of the reason why it's still gonna a do part. The book too, because that's where it all started. It was based on a book. Yes, written by a lady, and she had to publish as a, she had to publish under her initials as a man. The same thing J.K. Rowling did. Cause they was on that bullshit. Hey, and your man is gonna read a book written by a woman. That's bullshit. And it's standing the test of time till today. Absolutely. We still talking about. Hell, I got a lift from a lady who's working at the hotel that all the actors stayed at. There you go. Out of nowhere, she just started talking about it. She <laughs> said, "Hey, how you doing, woo woo?" And she like, I was like, "Well, this is my first time in Tulsa. Yeah, I've been here all my life. I, I, uh, I actually." Uh, was working at the hotel that all the actors stayed in. There you she tell, told an amusing sto story about Emilio Estevez. <laughs> well, 
we're we gonna save that for another for another yes, episode. Sir. But right now we're gonna dig into this to this trailer. This is the Matrix Resurrections. It comes out at the end December twenty second, twenty twenty one. This this Christmas. And pay attention to those numbers in that day too. 12, 22, 2021. 20, pay attention to. <laughs> Here we go. Come on, MP MPA. Thomas, you seem particularly. Do y'all remember that black cat? Can you tell me what happened. Does everybody remember that black I cat? Dreams that black. What happened? The black cat in the trailer. Does everybody remember that black cat? Exactly. Am I crazy? We don't we use that word in here. <laughs> That's Jefferson Airplane, everybody. Better known as Starship from the 80s. The White Rabbit. Alice in Wonderland. Look who's back, ladies and gentlemen. Right <laughs> Have we met? Man. That'd be so weird. If they reset everything and I go into a bar and I see you there, you know what I'm saying, or her or anybody else, and be like, Have we met before? You know what I'm saying? That's, oh my God. Deja vu. No limits to the human imagination. Deja vu. Remember the first movie? Oh, Deja Vu. What did you say? They, I just saw a cat walk past and it was, then I turned back around and it was the same cat. Are you sure it was the same cat? Or was it a different cat? I'm sure it's the same cat. You're going to have to fly me. The only thing that matters to you is still here. I know it's why you're still fighting why you will never give up and for those that are wondering why Lawrence Fishburne's Morpheus is not in this movie the reason being is because if you played the Matrix online back in 2005 Morpheus got lit up sure did. he got a couple of rounds put into him but by everything being so topsy-turvy in, in in this picture he could still show up this is true. I've heard of movies. <laughs> they filmed the movie, but then up until opening day, they could film another scene. Right. Case in point, the original Avengers from 2012. That last scene where they're in the restaurant eating, they filmed that like a week before they released the movie. Notice that um that what's his name wasn't eating though. Exactly, because he was doing another movie because he had to grow out a beard. Yep. So he, they had to film him from the side. Yep. Chris Evans, Captain America. Yep. He was filming another movie and he had a beard. Back to where it all started. I honestly want to say this is the architect right there. I believe that's the architect, the new architect. Might be. Never know. You know what I'm saying? We gonna see. Man. And you guys, on a later episode, we will break th these three movies down. And then it's on HBO Max as well. Exactly. And look who's actually doing the directing, exactly. ladies and gentlemen. One of, one of the Wachowskis. The other sister declined to do it. You know, that's her prerogative. It is what it is. But they're still, they're still paying tribute to her, though. Exactly. Of, of course they have to because it was their original idea, and that's, I, that's law. You know what I'm saying? And one thing I want to say, a lot of people criticize this theater and HBO Max novel uh, model, not novel, model. Uh, my feeling on it is this. I appreciate what they're doing with this model because I can go to the theater and have the spectacle, the experience. Yes. Also, after I've had the spectacle and experience and my heart has been lifted, 
I can go, I can come right home, Pull it turn up. on HBO Max, and then I can break the film down with criticism, not so much criticism, and, you know, analyze it, critique it, whatever you want to call it. Yes. So I appreciate this model that they're doing, even though, uh, for those of you who don't know, The Matrix Resurrections will be the last film that they do in this model. Everything else is going to either be HBO Max or Or it's going to be all theaters. I'm praying that it's all theaters. And also, I'm about about to take a shot at Disney Plus real quick. Y'all on some bullshit with this whole paying an extra $30 for a movie. (laughs) Yeah, I'm taking taking a shot at you and I really don't give a damn. It is what it is, you know. know, Freedom of speech, baby. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Exactly. But HBO Max, y'all continue to do y'all thing because I enjoyed it. Also, as we said earlier in the podcast, we're going to start doing, doing a children's review as well. And the first movie I'm going to say that we're going to do the review on is the Paw Patrol movie. I sat down with not only my kids, but an extra two in our living room with, my, with the projector on HBO Max and watched the Paw Patrol movie. And, and now that, Oh, excuse me. I didn't mean to cut you. And now that we have access to Disney Plus and old school Disney movies, oh, we're yes. going to do those too. Oh yeah, those are kid friendly, and we can watch them with the children. And you know, hell, we might even bring them out here and, see, and ask them what they thought of it. That's hey, that right there is a model right there. It is what it is. We got big plans, ladies and gentlemen, and we're uh, saying these things in back. We 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 real we will be reviewing the Matrix the original Matrix trilogy before the. Uh, the premiere of Matrix Resurrections. Yes. We will be doing another segment I like to call Harry Potter Dialogue. We did the Harry Potter things, but we're going to sit out here. We're going to play the whole movie, movies, each movie again, and we're going to sit down and we're just going to talk about it. You right. Know? We No need to review it. No need to, you know, we're just going to talk about it. Like, uh... Any, any of y'all remember what we were talking about? We were watching Goblet of Fire, and we got to talking about it. Like, we were discussing what, Dumb, uh, something about Dumbledore, or... Mm, I'll, have to, I'll have to dig yeah. back, because I got... We'll, uh, I, we'll, got we'll, I got the... The podcast is up, you guys, so, so I'm going to go back and review that and see exactly what's going on. But the podcast for that is up, and also we are on more platforms than I ever ever could have possibly imagined yeah i mean we logged on and we come to find out it's two more that got transferred in exactly and we we haven't done a thing <laughs> we're not even advertising because so somebody out there is looking out whoever you are yeshua god bless you thank you thank you so much and it's not about money now with that being said we do have a patreon account set up so if you guys want to go and donate to us, we got a lot more coming. We got a lot more plans. This area that you're looking at right here won't be the same way toward the toward March or April of next year. We're going to be in the same place. Don't get me wrong. We're going to be right here in the same place, but Absolutely. it's not going to look the same. There's a lot. There's a lot of plans, a lot being drawn out right now that I'm trying to work on and it's going to come to fruition. Just give us time. As you know, notice that you don't hear a lot of background noise. If you look around, everything has changed. Whoopsie. Didn't mean to do that. I'm starting music up again. <laughs> but what it is. with that being said, you guys, <coughs> I'm Zero. I'm Brando. And the next time that, we co- that we're live, probably next week, we're probably going to be in character. So stay tuned. Stay this, tuned. Is, this has been your Duality Fix 
on Twitch. And for more behind the scenes looks at what's going on with us, make sure you like our Facebook page and Twitter. And also go follow us on TikTok. We will see you guys next week. Same time, same place. Right here on Twitch. Good night and good luck. Hey guys, we really do appreciate you guys listening in. We also appreciate you guys watching us on Twitch for the past couple of weeks. Now with that being said, we do have a Patreon set up. That way you can go and donate. That way we can give you more of the things that you guys like, such as music, and also we're tying in skits as well. So the Patreon link is in the description of this episode and will be posted on our page as well. Go check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch.